Reading is knowledge. Book publisher promotes edgy young adult titles to middle school teachers. Dump the boring classics with these engaging modern novels. Dear directors of language arts. I'm writing to inform you of the exciting titles on tap at Boomtown Books for 2022. Are your teachers and students tired of the same old language arts curriculum? The Outsiders? To Kill a Mockingbird? Diary of Anne Frank? Big yawn, right? Today's children just don't like to read. And is it any wonder? Traditional middle school reading selections, while classics, may just be the issue. These new titles will encourage reading and stimulate critical thinking skills, as well as entertain today's multitasking, pre-literate youth who were reared in front of screens and pixels. Day turns to Swastika Night, a love saga, by Juni de Junjukes. Instead of Ely Weasel's Night, why not offer an uplifting account of a summer camp in Maine where a rebellious, directionless gal on the edge of 17, called Day, with a history of huffing and cutting, discovers the beauty of flowers, woodland creatures, mists over meadows, and scrapbooking. Conflict arises in the guise of a dashing, but dangerous, dark-clothed, and black-booted camp counselor by the innocuous name of Hans Christian Macklockenheimer Messerschmittstein's Bierhess. Is this a dangerous foray into a sexual awakening for the 17-year-old gal and the 41-year-old German virgin? Or is he really the illegitimate great-grandchild of a former, high-ranking Nazi official who wishes to restore the Fourth Reich in Maine on the banks of Lake Moosehead? With the help of Woodland Friends, she may be able to conquer toxic masculinity, fascism, the lack of a hobby lobby for her supplies, and mosquitoes the size of a Heinkel He 111 German bomber. In the Yellow Wolf Badge of Cowardice, by Clive Clovenham this sure-to-be YA bestseller charts the descent of a 12-year Michigan boy as he's thrust into the complex right-wing world of Michigan militia, called the American Christian Defense Freedom League and Gesellschaft, LLC and the even more nefarious, the Boy Scouts of America. In order to get his wolf badge, he needs to hunt down three town liberals, media journalists, or die Lugendress, and tie them neatly using a clove hitch knot. On his first day of militia boot camp, and he trembles to hold an M249 light machine gun, on loan from the local police department. At night, they have religious studies, memorizing chapters and verses from Richard B. Spencer's spiritual awakening called, Mein Kampf ALS Wieser Americana, Tile 1. In a riveting development, our young and impressionable hero develops feelings for his slightly older scout leader, who also happens to hide being a quarter African-American and a secret member of the ACLU and ADL. What does our young hero not know? The well-spoken and attractive scout leader, who smells of sandalwood and lilacs, is an embedded journalist. He works for The Guardian, Mother Jones, The Southern Poverty Law Center, and South Jersey Magazine. But is he also working with the FBI as well? Not only does our 16-year-old scout prefer espresso, but he also fancies hummus, couscous, and baby carrots, and he fears his beta father knows all, which of course in northern Michigan means the firing squad or being handed over to the Democrats. Which one is worse? If Cabbages and Kings by Peter Yules Dellingforth. We're all excited here to offer an updated If Mice and Men. This is a new look at the old theme of friendship and the American dream. 
In this new novel by an upstart 15-year YA author, our two tramps find themselves homeless and eat ing dried cheese from discarded pizza boxes in the alleys of 13th and Arch in Philadelphia. They find work in a dirty barbershop that's run by a transsexual who provides services other than a mere cut and a shave. Edgy? You bet. But as Robert Burns said, the best laid plans, of our two friends' dream of owning a piece of the American dream in a row home in Kensington go, awry, when the, dumb, but, sweet one, strangles one of the customers by accident in a bizarre sexual fetish. And his best friend then needs to decide whether to dump the, customer, into the Schuylkill River or to use his idiot compadre as a drug mule. We guarantee students will shun TikTok and Animal Crossing and Club Penguin on school-issued iPads while reading this gripping tale of the just-out-of-reach American dream. To Raise a Rainbow, by Wilma Catheter A young male of undetermined ethnicity finds a new home with lesbian farmers who live in Kearney, Nebraska. Working the tractors and negotiating the cornfields, this archetype of the every teenager eventually grows bored of tractors and mutant Monsanto GMO seeds. He decides to open his own piercing pagoda and tattoo parlor downtown with a loan from his indulgent parents. The town gets in an uproar with all millennials, with blue hair and snake eye piercings and nipple piercings and tramp stamps. The old-timers refuse to hire the young workers because they say, they scare young children. Generational civil war descends upon Kearney. Who will survive? Will Roundup be used to sterilize those unwilling to believe in progress and progressive causes and woke culture? Will the troubled youth of Kearney find their rainbow? Will his lesbian parent farmers dye their hair pink too? And blue armpit hair as well? Will the rains come? Will prices for corn rise? Will the banks foreclose? Will Uber agriculture descend like biblical locusts and take over the land and demand farm subsidies from congressional conservatives? Will everyone just finally realize we all look the same in the grave? Skeletons have no color or gender or race or religion of piercings or tattoos or political affiliations, with the exception of high-ranking leaders of the John Birch Society JBS, who, reportedly, have had their bone marrow super-supplemented with Aryan stem cells from dead Nazi leaders. And best of all, it's a graphic novel so there won't be an issue with reading. It's all pictures. My Mother is a Vampire, My Father is a Zombie, and I'm Just Normal, by Sal Leperino. Are your readers having difficulty imagining a boarding school not run by witches and wizards? Forget a separate piece and start the new year with this gripping and timely new YA novel. It surrounds a boarding school in the swamps of Oregon, but our young hero comes home to Portland to find out about a great change in the family. Eddie Pearl is the normal, outcast, who turns inward to discover what being a human is all about, avoiding those who want to destroy you, including mum and dad, but loving them because they were Lady Gaga had just born that way. Will he turn into a zombie or a vampire? Or a mutant, hybrid zompire? Will he return to boarding school to mutate his classmates, including a love interest, Dorothy Roosevelt, who just happens to be an elf, or a changeling? Will he get his research paper on, Twilight, finished before the term ends? After all, God loves all his creatures, even those who are unholy undead. 
What's even more awesome? The type is set in red and the font is gothic sans serif, as if penned in blood with dramatic splatter. Bitches Get Stitches by Dorothy Dixie and for our final YA selection, we'll take a new look at The Wizard of Oz with a new novella. There's a new heroine for modern times called Soldier, a down-on-her-luck N.E. Urdu Well who finds herself transported to the mean streets of Detroit looking for an angry fix as she struggles with heroin addiction, turning tricks, and scrapbooking. On Seventh Mile, she meets a series of hustlers, pimps, charlatans, and Hobby Lobby devotees who lead her to the Magic Palace along Highway I-90 East, in this case, the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. It's a road trip buddy story for the 21st century. The surprise ending leads to happy faces, tears, and Amish salvation. Despite the mature, adult themes, the struggle for survival in post-racial America is a timeless theme. We hope you have enjoyed our preview. Again, we do offer huge discounts for orders of over 1,000 copies. We also offer alternative versions of these novels that may suit those with different religious and political opinions. Please feel free to contact me with any questions. I hope you all have an enjoyable summer. Happy reading. Literally yours, Honoria Barb Marbois Marketing and Sales Boontown Books Avenue of the Americas New York, New York.